Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. More of your phone calls on college football picks day. More on the final day of the NFL preseason in terms of games anyway. Big cut day coming on Saturday. Our next guest is a guy who made the cut at multiple levels. He played for Nick Saban at Michigan State, was a second-round NFL draft pick, of course became a wonderful contributor to the Carolina Panthers. He remains an ambassador of sorts for that franchise and an all-around great guy in the business world and the community at large. We welcome back Moosin Muhammad to the David Glenn Show. How are you? Dave, man, what an introduction. I need to do your show a little bit yeah. more often, you know? Hey, man, I will pump your tires every single time, Moose. Uh, we're, well, thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. We're excited about another Panther season, of course. We're also exciting, excited that your son, Moose, is a high school superstar, and uh, we saw the commitment to Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. We'll get to that. But let me start in a place that I don't think we've asked you about before. There was a viral video where Nick Saban, legendary Alabama coach, formerly your coach at Michigan State, uh, was trying to tell a story about the importance of second chances. And apparently he gave this speech five years ago. I'm not even 100% sure why it resurfaced and went viral again five years later, but you were one of the focal points of his speech. What do you remember about your time under Nick Saban? And did you even see this video resurface with you as one of the subject matters? Actually, I did, uh, you know, David. And, uh, you know, that video was shot, I think, back in 2015, and it addressed the situation with, I want to say the guy's last name was Petway or something like that. He was an Alabama player, got dismissed from the team in 2013, I believe. Uh, went to JUCO, earned his way back, you know, paid his dues. Nick Saban let him back on the team, I think, in 2000. I want to say 15, they won the national championship. And, um, you know, and the rest was kind of history. The guy graduates from college, goes on. Um, and, you know, I think uh, Nick was under some scrutiny about, you know, why he let this guy back on the team, right? And so uh, the debate was, well, you only do things that uh, sort of give you self-interest. but Nick's position was, you know, well, where do you want this guy to be? Do you want me not to give this guy a second chance? And, you know, what what, what do you think the outcome could be? And, and should players be given a second chance? And I think uh, he used me as an example. I was probably, you know, one of his players in his young career where, you know, there was a lot of controversy swirling, you know, similar to the same situation here. And, um, you know, Nick decided to side with me and it, it take all of the bullets and the hits from the media and everyone else who, scrutinize him for giving me an opportunity and obviously you know we see how that played itself out with uh you know my career at michigan state obviously uh my career in the nfl and then post-career and family life and whatnot and i think you know i think it's a good example um you know and, and nick uh uses that um you know sort of to 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 talk about you know young minds and uh, you know the standard that we hold uh these 18 and 19 year old kids to and the fact that, uh, you know, you can't have a blemish on your record. Otherwise, you know, you know they're going to give you essentially what's the proverbial death sentence to your career. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it, Nick. I thought, uh, you know, we've always maintained a good relationship since then and, uh, and still do today. I still, you know, uh, have a chance to, to speak with him here and there. And obviously, most recently with my son being recruited by Alabama. So... So there's that. <laughs> Moose Muhammad is joining us on the David Glenn Show. It's funny. I just picture like a shiny halo over your head 
as a high school guy. I can't imagine what you needed a second chance for. Now, you don't have to go into those details if you don't want to, but I do wonder this. I wonder, I mean, you're an incredibly successful person as a dad and as a businessman and as an ambassador and a community guy. Have you ever reflected on whatever you needed a second chance for? Do you believe that it was pivotal in your life getting on the right tracks that Nick Saban did give you that second chance at Michigan State? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we won't go into all the details, but, you know, I, I still have a lot of explaining to do to my kids. You know, I think, you know, the impression that you have of me, Dave, um, you know. <laughs> hey, there's some, there's some stuff I did in high school, too, Moose. I mean, it's not like, you know, I think we all needed a little bit. Hey, Dave, we're just glad that they didn't have cell phones back then. Amen. Right? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> At least one, not one with cameras on them anyway. You're, but You're not kidding. Uh, it, was a, it was a pivotal time in my life, and I think, the takeaway is that, you know, I took advantage of it. You know, yeah. I was given an opportunity and, you know, I knew who I really was at my core. Um, and obviously my actions and, and, and my behaviors at the time didn't represent who I was and how I was raised. And so I needed to change. And I did. I think I, you know, I did that. I took it very serious. And, and from that point going forward, you know, obviously, you know, blazed a new pathway and, um, you know, realized my potential, my full potential. And, you know, it was... Uh, a time in my life where I really need to get serious about life and about um, what my goals were. And so Nick gave me an opportunity to, you know, recast the stone and, and move forward from that point. And I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, when, when you think about this story, uh, it doesn't always play itself out that way. But I think from Nick's perspective, hey, I'm going to give you that opportunity yeah. up to you what you do with it. Right. And, I, and, and that's the point I think guys have to take away some of these young college players or even high school players that may make some mistakes early on in their career, there's an opportunity here to get back on track, rebuild it, and become the person who you want to be. Moose Muhammad is joining us. He was a two-time Pro Bowler during his time catching passes for the Carolina Panthers. He was an amazing player at Michigan State prior to that. His son, Moose the Third, we'll call him, is committed to play at Texas A&M. He is currently an outstanding player in the Charlotte area at Mar Myers Park high school I read recently my favorite team in the NFL is the Philadelphia Eagles I do love the Panthers as well but I grew up in Philly and I, Josh McCown is now their backup quarterback to uh, Carson Wentz I thought it was really cool that he struck a deal with the Eagles that while being their backup quarterback uh, he's so invested in your son's high school football program as an assistant coach that what Josh McCown is flying to and back and forth between Charlotte and Philly to make sure that he doesn't let Myers Park down? I mean, what do you know about that crazy story? I tell you, you know, we raised our boys. You know, Josh has been a, a good friend of mine. I played with Josh uh, with the Panthers. Um, you know, we pray together. You know, we've taken, um, you know, trips together kind of, you know, with the boys and that kind of stuff. Josh actually has two sons that attend the same high school as, as my son and his, his uh, oldest boy, Owen, is going to be a quarterback, a backup quarterback to, to Luke May, who, you know, committed to uh, Alabama, uh, to Nick Saban, right. uh, ironically. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Josh uh, is actually coaching my son. He's the receiver coach out there, which is great. <laughs> Uh, well, he's kind of co-offensive co coordinator, receiver coach, but he does some mentoring and things like that. But, uh, obviously, um, you know, his input on the football program, uh, being able to help out Scott Chadwick and the whole team over there is a, is a huge benefit to them. 
and uh, and pretty cool. You know, you got a dad and a and a and a mentor for the program that uh, is still playing at the you know at a very high level at the NFL level. I mean, the guy basically got off his couch, no training camp, no mini camps, goes out there and goes you know nineteen to twenty six or whatever it was for two touchdown drives. So uh, you know, still playing at a very high level. I just appreciate you know him sharing himself. Uh, Josh sharing himself with the team, my son, and being a mentor to that program. Man, I'm glad you're a low-key personality. Can you imagine being asked to be specifically the wide receiver coach of Moose Muhammad's son, who's a wide receiver, when he he wrote the book on being – it'd be like asked to be the basketball <laughs> coach of LeBron's son, right? Like there's a little pressure there. I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure I want that kind of pressure. It's, it's a good thing well, you – You know, hey, you know when, you, when you coach like the dream team with Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson, you, you just roll the ball. Yeah. You, know I mean? you don't have to do a whole lot of coaching. Just let them go and do it. But, no, Josh does a great job with uh, – like I said, mentoring, and I think at the high school level, I don't know how much kids really soak in some of the things they learn. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I think high school coaches' roles are really to be great mentors, yeah. life coaches, you know, uh, instill work habits, you know, let the guys work hard, um, and, and, and build character. You know, it's all about, you know, uh, shaping the character of the guys, their work habits, and all those things that eventually play themselves out throughout their lives. And so... You know, I, I like the you know the friendships and like I said the mentorships and that to me is the biggest role and Josh can provide that and really give these guys a sense of what it takes to be a professional one day, right? And and be consistent and all those different things. I believe you. I know you're a guy in still in your mid 40s. I think you've shared that you feel good physically even after taking a lot of hits in the sport of football. I wondered your thoughts when you probably were as shocked as the rest of the world. 29 year old quarterback Andrew Luck in his prime, coming off a comeback Player of the Year type season that lands him in the Pro Bowl. Uh, he describes you know a four year cycle of injuries and rehab and sometimes even some just really depression-type thoughts, uh, and he steps away from it all. Uh, a, a small chunk of fans and media criticized him, felt like most athletes were defending him. What came to your mind as a guy who spent a lot of time in the NFL? Well, I, I, I think the one thing I was critical on, maybe criticized him a little bit on, was the timing of it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't criticize him for the decision. And, and look here, you know, it's a – eye-opening experience when you get to the NFL and you realize how barbaric it actually is, right? This is a gladiator sport. I mean, I've you know, I played with broken fingers and, I mean, you name it, you know, all kinds of injuries, broken ribs, I mean, you know, all the different things. And this is not for the faint at heart, you know. And so, you know, for Andrew Luck to make the decision and uh, to, to walk away from the game, um, obviously he's blessed, you know, yeah. that he has all these other interests because some guys don't have that option where they need this, right? right? They absolutely need the NFL and that paycheck, right? And I think a lot of people can identify that with that. But, you know, here's a guy whose family you know, comes from money. His family is well-traveled. His father is, you know, uh, 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 an administrator and, and an executive, you know, in the XFL and other things. And so, um, you know, he's a book club and a writer and a, you know, went to Stanford. So, you know, he's got other options. And plus he has a padded, you know, uh, probably has a nice bank account with, you know, double-digit millions sitting in it. So, you know, it's a luxury for him to be able to walk away. I don't fault him for that. That's his decision. Um, what I do uh, criticize is the timing of it, right? You know, we got a kid like Devin Funches, right, who probably looked at Indianapolis in the uh, free agent market as a great place to go play because of, uh, the potential of the Indianapolis franchise 
with Andrew Luck as the quarterback, right? And so you got wide receivers, you got teammates that are dependent on this guy. Obviously, you know, he's ranked as one of the highest, uh, you know, ranked quarterbacks coming out since Peyton Manning. And so you got all these different things that are swirling around what this guy can bring to the franchise. That all disappeared because uh, he finally realized or had a dose of reality of what it's like to be a real National Football League player, and he didn't want to do it, okay? Um, as talented as he is, it's still his, you know, option to, to, to walk away from the game at any time because, you know, that's, it's his health, uh, it's, it's his decision. Um, the timing of it, very poor. He could have did this before the draft, give the Indianapolis Colts an opportunity to address the quarterback situation. Obviously, you know, you got guys in the draft like Daniel Jones and some of these other guys that are playing well that, you know, they could have had an option to go out and go after. Um, also, his other teammates, right, just kind of leave these guys high and dry who signed on to something that they thought, um, you know, was going to be in existence throughout the season. That's obviously not there. So those are the things I would be critical about. Not necessarily his decision as a player to safeguard his health and want to spend time with his family and do things like that. Moose Muhammad is joining us on the David Glenn Show. You can follow him on Twitter at MooseMuhammad87. You can also check out his amazing son, Moose Muhammad, on his way to Texas A&M as a brilliant high school player in the Charlotte area. Uh, I can't imagine you being nervous on cut day. I forget how it went at the end of your career, but there are actually more NFL fans interested in this Saturday where they have to go all the way from 90 players to 53 plus the practice squad. There, most folks just aren't that excited about these games tonight, you know, Steelers at the Panthers or otherwise. What do you remember about that human aspect of being a professional athlete, even if it wasn't you, you know, nervous about saying, hey, the GM wants to see you or the coach wants to see you and bring your playbook. Those can't be nice words, and it's easy to forget, you know, that these are husbands and dads and guys, uh, you know, trying to put that money in the bank that you were describing who uh, this coming Saturday at, by 4 p.m., you know, they're going to get some bad news in large numbers. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Dave, uh, I think the term it's referred to is, I think it's Black Monday around the NFL. Yeah. Where, where you know, these guys are, are you know, are going to get their walking papers. And, uh, you know, I, I was blessed and fortunate uh, that, you know, I never really uh, worried about that day. Um, although, you know, when you're going through, um, you know, off season training, workouts, um, you know, mini camps, and then also training camp, you, you, you make a lot of friends, right? And so, um, you know, that locker room it quickly shrinks from, you know, 80, 90 players down to 53. And a lot of these guys, is, you know, are worthy of being on those rosters, right? They're talented enough to be on those rosters. And the issue is, it's just a numbers thing, right? I mean, these are some yeah. of the toughest decisions for personnel people to make is, you know, do I keep a safety or, or do I keep a linebacker or do I keep a running back? You know, it's not like these guys are not good enough to play the National Football League level, but they just don't have enough room on their rosters to keep every single player. It's a sad day. It's a, it's a reality check. I think it, uh, for a lot of guys, I think they realize, you know, just kind of how blessed you are that, that uh, you make those rosters and you're um, sort of uh, selected into this very elite club uh, called the National Football League. And, you know, um, and, and I was one of those guys. I mean, I had a lot of fun. Um, I, 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 I do, um, when I look at that day, Dave, I, I, I kind of think about, um, you know, the, the friends that you wa watch walk out that door heartbroken, 
Yeah. You know, going going to deliver that playbook to the coach and, and having to go try to figure out their lives. And, you know, part of, you know, my mission is, you know, as I left the game is to – I've had a really good transition out of the league. Yeah. To try to make that transition a little bit more smoother for some of the guys as they leave the locker room. I respect the heck out of it. You're doing great things off the field after doing amazing things on the field. Thanks for the time, as always. We'll be picking your brain when the games start for real in the NFL on the 2019 Panthers. But uh, enjoy a weekend of football with your son or otherwise, and thanks for the time on the David Glenn Show. All right. Always a pleasure, Dave. I look forward to the next time. Right back at you. He's on Twitter at MooseMohammed87. Amazing guy, still part of the Panthers family, if you will. It is the Steelers at the Panthers, 7 o'clock tonight, the NFL Network, or Mick Mixon on the play-by-play call on the TV side for the Panthers Television Network, as they say in that industry. Check your local listings. 1-800-849-2761. Week 1 is finally here. Today is the only day of the year that you can qualify in our once-a-year and only once-a-year college football picks challenge we will do this for the nfl one day next week we do this for college football today we've already gotten a whole bunch of entries on twitter just make sure you tag us at david glenn show you got to give us your national champion of college football you have to give us any fbs conference champion anyone it just can't be the same as your national champion then third give us what north carolina college football team will end up with the most wins you know what i'm getting a lot of today app state as that answer wake forest as that answer nc state as that answer and all oh, you gotta do your homework to come up with this one how about a little north carolina a and t from the fcs ranks or and man does doesn't this just kill people's chances at the grand prize if somebody like lenore ryan in d2 comes bolstering through the door with like 12 wins that's gonna throw a lot of brackets out of whack if you know what i'm saying what college football team any ncaa level in north carolina will end up with the most total wins this year you got to get that right you got to get the national champion right you got to get any other conference champion right i will remind you of the seven teams that vegas says have the best chance of winning the national title I already told you that the best bets for conference championships at the FBS level are Clemson in the ACC, Oklahoma in the Big 12, Boise State in the Mountain West, Alabama in the SEC, and App State in the Sun Belt. Again, those are just Vegas odds numbers in terms of the heaviest favorites. I gave you a handful of the most likely correct answers to which North Carolina team will end up with the most wins. We'll have some fun with the tiebreaker as well. Total wins for the team you love the most or that you hate the most anywhere in college football. We're continuing those calls through today's program as we welcome Moose Muhammad on the NFL and life and other things. David Cutcliffe on life sports football and his Duke Blue Devils. They're headed to Atlanta to take on mighty Alabama on Saturday afternoon on national TV. Dave Doran of NC State has the pleasure of hosting East Carolina. His pack trounced those Pirates last year at the end of the Scotty Montgomery era. Scotty actually had even been let go by the point that those two got together. Well, there's a new sheriff in town. His name is Mike Houston, and he has an amazing track record at multiple levels as a head coach. How will these Pirates do on this trip to Carter-Finley Stadium? Dave Doran, third hour. David Cutcliffe, third hour. More of your picks and phone calls. NFL and college football are on our minds. One quick update as we come back to your calls. Todd, Ron, John, and otherwise. 
Shaq and Kobe are going at it again in the basketball world as the World Cup is almost here for our watered-down version of Team USA playing in China later this week. There is a cone of uncertainty headline in college football. That is never a good sign. You never, I don't know what other context there could be, a cone of uncertainty. Is that like the circle around the free throw line when, you know, Chris Dudley needs to make a free throw? Is that a cone of uncertainty? I don't know. There's probably, there are cones of uncertainty in other contexts in the sports world. This has to do with a weather forecast. And there is a scary enough cone of uncertainty related to a hurricane that one of the games involving one of the teams that we follow has already been moved. They're still going to try to play it. They're just going to play it in a different location than they originally intended. And are you ready for this, Darren Vaught, as we go back to the phone calls and look forward to Coach Doran and Coach Cut in our third hour? Among the headliners at the U.S. Open at Flushing Meadows right now, the goat and a kid. Those stories and more of your, come on, a goat and a kid, Darren, <laughs> come on. If you don't laugh, who's going to laugh? I can't see these listeners all across North Carolina. A goat and a kid, man, come on. 1-800-849-2761. Those updates with your calls. It is a big day in college football. Five straight big days, if you will. And we're taking a deeper dive as we come back to your calls next. Christian Leitner, thanks for joining us. It's been less than a week since the I Hate Christian Leitner 30 for 30. The final product of the movie was absolutely awesome. I love every second of it. Maybe I'm not seeing the same thing everyone else is seeing, but I thought the movie was awesome and I loved it. Keep it here on The David Glenn Show. Show. Dave Dorn of NC State next hour. David Cutcliffe of Duke next hour. Coach Cut, the heavy underdog against his alma mater, Alabama. That's a national TV game in Atlanta against Nick Saban in the Tide Saturday afternoon. Games are all over the place tonight. Georgia Tech at Clemson on the ACC Network. You have Chip Kelly and UCLA visiting Cincinnati on ESPN this evening. You have number 14 Utah taking on BYU later tonight. You have Charlotte's 49ers under their new energetic head coach, Will Healy, hosting Gardner-Webb, a new era for 49ers football. Dave Doran will be a significant favorite over visiting ECU on Saturday afternoon. Again, tell us where your tailgate will be. We might come to see you. Todd and Ron and John and Fred and Maurice have either questions about tonight's NFL preseason action or Saturday's cuts or college football's week one schedule which really launches this evening where they want in on our annual college football picks challenge it is not complicated but it is difficult to win the grand prize tell us your national champion one thing i promised the vegas folks describe alabama clemson oklahoma and georgia as the four most likely teams to win the national title if you want to get a little creative this is again just the odds makers not my picks Ohio State, Michigan, and Texas fill out the top seven in the eyes of Vegas, most likely to win the national title. Obviously, those latter teams, much longer odds than the first handful that I mentioned. F, you have to give us your national champion. Also, give us any FBS conference champion. 
You can take Clemson in the ACC. That's the most popular pick today. You just can't pick the same team that you also have to win the national championship. So App State in the Sun Belt has been popular today. Oklahoma in the Big 12 has been popular as well. Then pick leg number three of the tripod, if you will. What North Carolina NCAA football team will have the most total wins this year? You go three for three on that, you may win our grand prize. You will win if you go three for three by phone. Again, ties are broken in favor of phone callers first, tweeters tagging us at David Glenn Show second, and emailers contacting us at davidglenshow at gmail.com. 1-800-849-2761. We do this once a year for the NFL. That's net- next week. We do this once a year for college football. These days do lead to the biggest grand prizes in the history of our program, so get in if you can. Easiest way, email us, davidglenshow at gmail.com. We have plenty of feisty wannabe winners on the line by phone right now at 1-800-849-2761. The cone of uncertainty, and then Todd and Kinston will be next. Not necessarily in this order. We'll get to Fred, Maurice, John, and Ron as well, 1-800-849-2761. The circle around the free throw line with notoriously bad free throw shooter Chris Dudley. Did you even get that reference, Darren? That would be a cone of uncertainty. Right. All right. Charlotte visits Clemson in football later this year. If you were one of those male cheerleaders with one of those megaphone-style cones and you're, you're a Charlotte cheerleader and you're screaming the (laughs) Niners are going to crush the Tigers. That's filled with uncertainty. That would be a cone of uncertainty, (laughs) right? Probably even more uncertainty than Chris Dudley at the free throw line. (laughs) At least he might make almost half. Another serious cone of uncertainty there. Would you agree? Well, in the weather world, cones of uncertainty are far more dangerous. And it is no laughing matter. Florida State and Boise State are in some of the projected paths of what is being called Hurricane Dorian. They were scheduled to play in a national TV time slot. You don't like to give up ESPN at like 7.30 on a Saturday night if you can. Florida State and Boise State, and along with the other decision makers involved, have agreed If you've never been to Florida, Jacksonville is on the Atlantic Ocean, virtually. And Tallahassee is way on the panhandle, like close to Louisiana and and Mississippi, close, you know, that end, way, way west. It's at least a two-hour drive. I'm not sure I've ever done that, but it's a long way west, 100-plus miles to the west. They're moving the game from Jacksonville to Tallahassee, so it becomes a home game for the Seminoles. It was kind of a home game in Jacksonville. Boise's traveling from Idaho. And they're moving the kickoff to noon to try to get ahead of whatever weather is coming. It's not going to be a hurricane all the way over there in Tallahassee, but by later Saturday, it is expected to be, in much of the southeastern United States, a potential headache. So there's one cone of uncertainty that has moved a game. No cancellations or postponements yet. Uh, We all remember those stories from recent years in college football. 1-800-849-2761. For the record, Darren, my U.S. Open goat and the kid reference, which it took you a long time to laugh at, and I can't have that. No, it took a long time for my microphone to be up. You saw me. I was laughing. Serena's the goat, and she's (laughs) advancing. And 15-year-old rising star Coco Goff also won her first round match last the night kid. so it's the goat <laughs> and the kid two american women advancing in our national championship the goat and the kid all right that's enough of that todd and kinston 
improve our day with dazzling picks that allow you to win more than $1,000 of a grand prize. Go right ahead. All right. I've got, unfortunately, Clemson winning the national title again. <laughs> a begrudging pick. All right. Yeah. What else do you have? And then, unfortunately, Alabama winning their <laughs> conference. All right. He's letting his brain overwhelm his heart. That's okay yeah. on pick day. I respect and, that. And then Appalachian State for North Carolina most wins. Okay. And then, and, yeah, and then I'm praying for Notre Dame to get 10 wins this year. Okay. All right. I like Todd's picks. That's got a chance to be a dark horse. Thank you for hanging in there. Thank you for participating. Let's see if Ron and Kerry can dazzle us with his college football expertise or maybe just entertain us because some people like to laugh at each other's picks. I would never do that. You know me, Darren, who are the only people that I am rude to here on the David Glenn Show. I am otherwise full of respect and southernly, gentlemanly type behavior, right? Right. Uh, we only make fun of ourselves. True. And then uh, ignorant, bad hateful, bad people. I, I was going to elaborate, but just bad people. We'll Angry, talk it up to bad mean-spirited, people. mean-spirited, ignorant people also <laughs> do risk my wrath. Ron and Carrie, probably none of those things, only the good stuff. Ron, welcome to the David Glenn Show. We hope you win our grand prize. Uh, what does your crystal ball say in this college football season? We're going to have to go with Clemson to win it all. All right. And I'm going to go with Oklahoma. Um, on the I, conference champion. I like it. I, I mean, that's one of the safest conference champion picks, I think, in the whole FBS. Go ahead. And App State, definitely. I think they're going to win the most in North Carolina, so that'll be a good one there. Nebraska, I'm thinking they're going to win eight this year. Nebraska Cornhuskers, would that be your favorite or the one you hate the most? Oh, no, that's my favorite. All right, good luck to your Cornhuskers. They have a good coach now. We'll see if they can get back to what I remember them being in my childhood. They have not often been that since then. 1-800-849-2761. We love people, Darren, who are so loyal to our statewide show. You know, I don't know if you have this. You probably do. Have you ever sent a loyal traveling listener a map? Like, DG, man, I love your show so much that I hate when I leave. We have a lot of great signals out there. I mean, if you're in the Greenville area, our friends at 94.3 The Game, that's a great signal over a huge chunk of eastern North Carolina. If you're in the Triangle area or anywhere near it, I mean, 99.9 The Fan. Uh, now, now carrying Sports Channel 8, the radio show, leading into our show every day. I love it. I get to hear them. Depending on when I drive to the office, I get to hear Hayes Permar and Brian Geisinger, branches of our family tree strutting their stuff they've left the nest darren and now they're they went from a saturday show to an everyday show huge signal i get it to like the virginia border to the north fayetteville to the south um past 95 to the east and then like i don't know almost to the burlington royals playoff baseball game to my west maybe not quite that far and you know all, all of our signals in the triad etc John is in Winterville. He's either from Winterville but on the road elsewhere or from elsewhere and traveling in Winterville. One of those. Winterville being one of those wonderful suburbs of Greenville, North Carolina. John, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Uh, you deserve some kind of loyalty prize. We'll see if we can get you a grand prize for your football picks. What's going on? Well, thank you. Uh, Alabama is my pick for national champion. Okay. Clemson is my pick for conference champion. Uh, the most wins in the state, I'm picking North Carolina A&T. Ooh, creative. And East Carolina, my favorite team, six wins. 
All right, and for the record, are you John from Winterville, or are you just traveling? I'm from Winterville, but I'm on the road somewhere. Got it, (laughs) somewhere. No, he doesn't want anybody to know where he is just in case. I don't blame you, John. I, I, I live my life that way sometimes as well. Good luck with your picks. Thank you for playing. Fred is in the triangle, most specifically the capital city of Raleigh. We hope his crystal ball is clear today on our one and only prognostication day for prize purposes. We goof around with other picks all season long. Fred, welcome to the David Glenn Show. What you got? What's going on, DG? I'm doing great, man. Hope you're a winner. I hope you don't miss Hayes too much. I've been loving listening to him in the morning, though. I love him. I do miss him, but I'm, I'm very happy for him because that dude works hard. He's one of the most creative people I've ever met. For those who don't know, he was the producer of the David Glenn Show for roughly a five-year period. So I have had, I mean, I've got, I, I'm still friends with every full-time producer I've ever had, from Eleanor Murray to Jared Brooks, who I talk to regularly uh, through Hayes. And now, of course, I've had Darren for four years. What do I get you for, Darren? Eight? You going to give me eight years, six, five? If I beg, will you stay a little bit longer? All right, we'll, we'll work that out off the air. Fred, what are your – I do miss Hayes. He's, he is seriously one of the most fun, creative, talented people that I have ever worked with, and he's a great guy on top of it. Yeah, it's hard It's hard not to have fun listening to that show. Oh, my gosh, he's hilarious. Show. Cracks me up. Um, so I'm going to go with Alabama, boring, right? Um, that's all right hey if boring gets us to the grand prize fred uh, let's get it done like that permar guy i agree with all the nice things you said about him you don't need his picks man let's be real i mean that's the last we need hayes playing the piano while you make your picks you don't want to follow (laughs) permar down that death road (laughs) love it i'm gonna try (laughs) to get a little different with my conference pick i'm gonna go with ucf Ooh, I get it. I get it. They're, I think okay. they're the favorite again in the AAC. I think they are. I'll double-check that. But either way, it's still a good pick. All right, who else? Uh, North Carolina then, team with the most wins. Uh, I'm going to go with App State. Yep. And then my East Carolina Pirates picking up four glorious victories. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, I, we get these calls all the time. I don't blame you. Like, Fred, you sound like a level-headed guy. Like, you'll be okay with Mike Houston even if he gets to only four out of the gate, right? If if we are within one possession in the fourth quarter on Saturday against NC State, yeah. the whole season is a win. I know, I know the word fan is short for fanatic, and I'm supposed to accept that just people are insane about things that are too close to their hearts. We need more Fred and Rallies in the world. I'm sure he's optimistic. He's not saying, I hope my Pirates only win four. He's just reasonable. He just knows Mike Houston, for all of his brilliance, is going to need a little time. He's going to be rooting for the Pirates. But I think Carolina fans and ECU fans especially. uh, Will Healy's debut at Charlotte is today, so I'll throw him in there. Three of our seven FBS teams. The fan bases better have some patience. Because if you just think, oh, Max, the winningest active coach in all of FBS, of course the Tar Heels would be really good right away. It doesn't work that way. Oh, Mike Houston's won at every other level. He never has a losing record. He's going to be great. Well, maybe, and maybe eventually. It is really going to be hard for those three first-year coaches to be, you know, bowl-bound, say, this year. I think people want to see improvement. They want to see optimism. They want to see hope. They want to see execution. They want to see good recruiting so that even if this year is a little shaky, 
record-wise, you know, there's hope to get better. I respect that point of view, Fred. I don't know how many of your friends and colleagues in Pirate Nation can be that level-headed, but uh, I think your view of reality is, is the right view of reality. Yeah, I mean, my first two years were 08 and 09 as a student, and we were unbelievable with yeah. the whole. So yeah. it's just, where did we go? Why are we, yeah. where did, how did we get here? Oh, no. You know? we, we need a whole nother show for that. We're going to have to bring in Ruffin McNeil. We'll, we'll invite Skip Holtz back as a guest. I'll get the corner crew in studio, get Jimmy Roster cooking some things up because we're going to need a lot of time to talk about what happened. The Pirates went from, was it back-to-back conference championships? That was before, of course, the jump to the AAC. So the competition wasn't quite as tough. Uh, but good work from Fred, the ECU fan in Raleigh. Thank you for playing. 1-800-849-2761. We will get to more phone calls on the other side, in part because we have two guests waiting in hour number three. David Cutcliffe at the top of the hour, his Devils taking on Alabama in Atlanta on Saturday afternoon. Dave Doran, a little bit after that, his Wolfpack hosting those Pirates at Carter-Finley Stadium on Saturday at noon. One more time, I'll give you the email. You have to tell us where you'll be if you want to become a candidate for the Big Tailgate Tours Tailgate of the Week honor. You can't win Tailgate of the Year unless you were one of our Tailgate of the Week honorees. We look for home fans or visiting fans. We look for tailgates large and small. Our Tailgate of the Week has been as small as like a half a dozen people. Now, it's been as large as like 100 people. And everywhere in between. Just need fun. You need – it doesn't hurt if you're, you have a lo- lot of loyal listeners to the David Glenn Show, but that is not a requirement. Tell us where you'll be. Give us a landmark or a parking spot number. Send it to davidglennshow at gmail.com. That's our email address, davidglennshow at gmail.com. We will come to see many of you who enter Tailgate of the Week and otherwise, and you can come see us. We'll be set up at Backyard Bistro right across the street from Carter-Finley Stadium. Because it's a noon kick between the Pack and the Pirates, we are set up with our tents, games, and prizes and the Continental Tire Toss from 9 a.m., to 11.30 a.m. before we shut down and all head into Carter-Finley Stadium to watch the game. 1-800-849-2761. Kenny and John and Maurice and others want to play our college football annual picks challenge game. We want to talk about some other things as well. We'll get to all of it. And Dave Dorn and David Cutcliffe later on The David Glenn Show. If my low and away curve that barely paints the black so frequently that nobody can hit it, you're going to tell me I got to throw change-ups, fastballs, and sliders all the time? Oh, it's too difficult to hit TTG's <laughs> low and away curveball. Wah, 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 wah. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Let's make sure we get some more contestants in because two coaches dropping by next hour, David Cutcliffe of Duke and Dave Doran of NC State. We'll have coaches home and away all fall long. The in-state programs will be well represented as always. We catch some of the higher-profile out-of-state guys, Dabo Sweeney of Clemson included, Manny Diaz of the Hurricanes. They play our teams. We invite them. The guys from Virginia as well, Justin Fuente in a big year with Virginia Tech, Bronco Mendenhall as a Coastal Division favorite from UVA. The coaches love to drop by. Sometimes we're a good luck charm. We will see you on the Big Tailgate Tour at ECU at NC State, and we are talking with Kenny in Wrightsville Beach, who's next up in our annual one-day-only college football picks challenge. you got to get right, the national champion, another FBS conference champion, and which team in our state 
which NCAA college football team in our state will have the most wins this year. Kenny, you are next in our crystal ball challenge. Hey, man. That's championship. We didn't hear – we go, start over. We didn't hear the very beginning of that. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, this is Kenny from Iceland Beach. I enjoy your show. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm taking Georgia. Georgia to win it all. All right. We've had yes, uh, a lot of Clemson and Alabama and a little bit of Georgia today. That sounds good. What do you got for uh, another conference champion? Another conference champion. I'm, I'm going to take the Duke Blue Devils. To win the ACC, you go, Kenny. Kenny, yes, may, Kenny may be hanging out with the folks at Jimmy's at Red Dogs right now. I'm not sure. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do you have for the – well, if you like Duke that much, are they also your most wins from any North Carolina team? Yes, sir. <laughs> the Blue Devils again. And then any team you love or hate, what is their final win total this year? I'm going to take Oklahoma with two losses. Oklahoma, so what would that make, 11 wins? What would that be? Or t- so they make them a, a 10 wins. 10 wins in the regular season. Final total, including a bowl, would be what, 11 or 10? 11, yes, Okay, sir. let's give them 11. Good work. Kenny in Wrightsville Beach, perhaps or perhaps not, hanging out at Jimmy's at Red Dogs. That sounds like a dare bet, right? Like, out of all the phone calls we've had today, that's the only one that can't possibly win. Don't you think? And I love David Cutcliffe. <laughs> I love Duke. I mean, I have nothing against the Blue Devils. Almost every other set of picks has a chance. That one, I think in Vegas, they would just take off the board. We feel bad taking your money. They, don't, they never feel bad taking your money. I, I just can't see that one unfolding. But I appreciate the creativity, and I appreciate that that David Cutcliffe guy is dropping by live in about 10 minutes, followed by Wolfpack head coach Dave Doran. Remember that you can email us. Give us your email address. Use davidglenshow at gmail.com. Give us these same picks. Who's your national champion? Another FBS conference champion. Then which team in our state, NCAA football, will have the most wins in total this year? Then just pick any team you love or hate the most as a tiebreaker and give us their final win total. That's how you can win the 2019 College Football Picks Challenge by email at davidglenshow at gmail.com. Back after this. Ruffin McNeil, welcome back. I know we'll always be a huge part of you and your family. You know, this will be my last coaching stop. After this, yeah, maybe join you on a radio show or Amen. do some of that. Yeah. We'll, but, be, we'll uh, be doing some remote shows from your boat in the middle of the Caribbean somewhere <laughs> if I have my way. You're listening to The David Glenn Show.